Welcome to a Space City X-Files production. Strange Happening 6. Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of Space City X-Files Strange Happenings. So I'm glad to be back with you again talking about strange new topics from all around the world. There's so much stuff going on these days that sometimes these amazing and odd stories sometimes fall through the cracks because, well, well, they get covered up by the next story that's coming down the hill. So that's what we do here on this freeform style short series. Uh, we bring up interesting topics that may have been missed and do a deep, bi- deep, deep dive. Sorry, I forgot how to talk to try and find out what they're really about. So real quick before we start. Uh, Space City X-Files appreciates you listening and while you're listening to us I'm sure you'll notice that we run no ads and that's the way we want to keep it and we depend on your support in order to do that so if you would please take a few minutes after the conclusion to leave a short review and a like on whatever platform you stream from that'll just mean the world to us and it helps us reach uh, more truth seekers out there all over the world so thank you for your help and your love and support That really means a lot. All right, so the first topic we have on the menu today is something that has been circulating around the Reddit forums and the riskier news sites. So it hasn't really got the attention or exposure uh, that some cases get. But it's definitely worth knowing about because if it's true, it would solidify what many have suspected for a long time now. And it's first reported on the 7th of this month, so just a few days ago, that Peruvians in the small remote town of Loreto are under attack by 7 foot tall predator-esque aliens. Locally named Pelacaras, uh, translated to English face peelers, have done exactly that to residents of this small town community for weeks now. Uh, since the earliest of 11th of July, the 11th to be exact, as it was reported by one of the community leaders. So the man states that the community is literally being stalked and living in fear of these things that have now inhabited their their woods uh the townspeople they're not sleeping because it's it's just unknown when there's going to be another attack and so the alien creatures are compared to basically what the hobgoblin character looks like in (laughs) spider-man according to him and so it's a, a pale green shiny metallic suit with an elongated head and terrifying huge yellow eyes and what also makes the creature so terrifying, according to the local leader, Jairo Retegui Davila, is that the thing can turn itself invisible and then just reappear in another location, almost like it's teleporting. And so there's a pretty surreal video posted by a bunch of the villagers who claim to have cornered one of these creatures on top of a, a roof of a building. And uh, we'll play the video now, 
And if you're listening along on the podcast app, you can click the link in the show notes to see the video. Or you could uh, check it out on YouTube uh, later. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to play that video for you now. Well, you can obviously see that the people are terrified of something. What it is, we have no damn clue. So now... The Peruvian National Police and the Army are aware of the accusations and have launched an official investigation. We'll keep following the case closely and report back to you with updates as soon as we get them. Alright, our next topic is another strange story about a surprise rare F3 tornado hitting a Pfizer plant in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Now, just from hearing the title of this story, one could probably say, well, I mean, it's no big deal. Tornadoes happen. As long as nobody was injured, it's all good, right? No harm, no foul. Well, it's it's true. There were no major injuries, but uh, the plant housing uh, 50,000 pallets of COVID vaccine were unfortunately lost. And oddly enough, only this warehouse was damaged. And in fact, it's almost like this tornado dropped out of the sky, tore up the warehouse, and then lifted right back up, disappearing after hitting its target. In fact, that's exactly what many around the water cooler are saying. Mostly the ones who subscribe to the theory that the government has found a way to control the elements, summoning storms and earthquakes at will. So I'll post a link for the damage in the show notes. And when you look at it, you'll see exactly why many are scratching their heads at this story. So just to play devil's advocate, what would be the reason for targeting this warehouse of vaccines? And what I see come up the most was, well, insurance claims. With COVID cases down and less people getting the jab, uh, hardly any that I know of, uh, that means less vaccines moving off the shelf. And then that means less money in Pfizer's pocket. No problem. They just get on the phone and make a couple of calls and then bam, it's time to call the insurance man, right? The other theory is that they were trying to get rid of this batch for some reason they wanted to keep out of the public. Now, not too long before the tornado, the FDA was forced by law to release the ingredients that make up the vaccine, a recipe that they were trying to uh, keep hidden for 75 years. Uh, anyways, in, in this list, it's a chemical. There is a chemical called graphene oxide, and it's highly toxic uh, to humans. And uh, if taken into the bodies at high levels or prolonged use, it could cause some problems. Okay, so some of the side effects could be mutation and death of cells. It could be chronic inflammation of the joints and organs, and finally, it could cause damage to the heart. Uh, muscular cells causing heart disease or failure 
These revelations are coming out on the heels of many noticing a rise in heart-related illness to young people, many who had just received the COVID vaccine. A USA Today article uh, from this year of July points out that uh, uh, myocarditis cases, uh, I'm sorry, many myocarditis cases in young people uh, have risen to uh, risen 40% in the last two years, uh, stunning many and causing them to call into question, is this because of the vaccine? Uh, of course, all the articles that, that we uh, researched for this little piece uh, will be in the show notes for you to check out. And we're going to keep an eye on it and uh, get back to you with all the updates when they're made available. Uh, lastly, uh, when we talked in Strange Happenings 5, where we left off, uh, we mentioned the disclosure effort by Dr. Stephen Greer and the congressional hearing that uh, may have been uh, happening soon, hopefully. Well, since then, I'm happy to say that three known UFO UAP whistleblowers got their chance to appear in front of Congress and divulge what they could publicly about what was being withheld from the U.S. government and mostly, and most importantly, us Americans. Uh, the U.S., uh, a few uh, U.S. Navy aviators, Ryan Graves and David Fravor, and then a former Pentagon intelligence officer, David Grush, all gave groundbreaking testimony on many different to- topics, but to summarize them, they conveyed that they have first and secondhand knowledge on the following. One, that UFOs pose a threat to national security and that they do exist two that military aircraft were vulnerable and were subject to retaliation that was very brutal and very unfortunate and darkly hinted at retaliatory murder by these uh, by the operators of these uh, UFO UAPs three that they have met with people who had direct or indirect knowledge of non human origin aircraft four that they are aware of reverse engineering of technology on alien crafts five and that on said craft non-human biologics were present again all their testimony was astonishing and you know the bipartisan response from congress was was promising in fact uh, it went about as well as anyone could could have expected. Okay, and now, as we said, many of these men still hold security clearances and are still under jurisdiction to withhold specific classified information. So they uh, could only talk about so much at this hearing. So where are we now? Well, where we're left at now is that there's been a request by the three men to have a uh, skiff assigned by the government so they can talk openly to the representatives about everything they know. Now, for those like me who didn't know what the hell a skiff was, here's a brief summary. <clears throat> okay, so in context of in the context of politics and government, a skiff, S C I F, uh in linked a sensitive compartmented information facility is a secure room or facility where classified or sensitive information can be discussed, handled, or stored. Skiffs are used by government agencies, military units, and sometimes private corporations to handle classified information. 
Now, uh, a skiff is uh, designed to prevent the unauthorized access or eavesdropping of sensitive information. This includes physical security measures uh, such as reinforced walls and special locks, uh, as well as electronic countermeasures to prevent electronic surveillance or interception of communication. Now, all personnel entering a skiff must have the appropriate security clearance and specific protocols must be followed within the facility to ensure the integrity and confidentiality of the information being handled. In the political context, SCIFs are often used for briefings on national security or other sensitive matters to government officials, including members of Congress. Uh, for example, lawmakers might be briefed in a SCIF on classified intelligent matters, military operations, or related uh, or espionage-related activities. Okay, it ensures that sensitive information can be conveyed and discussed while minimizing the risk of leaks or unauthorized access. So that's where we are now, and uh, it's progress, though. And we hope to get a whole lot more in the near future. In fact, uh, many people close uh, closer to the situation and who uh, know a lot more about it than I do say confidently that uh, all will likely come clear within the next year or so, which is really exciting. Now, I don't know if we talked last time about the implications of uh, what this all could mean, but uh, Grush, one of the men who testified, claims that these private organizations who are withholding this inf information uh, and this technology, uh, once we get that technology, it could drastically improve our quality of life and end globally the current energy crisis that we're all being plagued with at times. And, uh, uh, but as always, you know, we're going to keep watching this and, uh, we'll keep you updated as the situation allows. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Space City X-Files presents Strange Happenings number six. Uh, hope you enjoyed the information. If you did, don't forget to, uh, give us a like and a quick review at the conclusion. And a uh, quick reminder to season two of our full link podcast will resume October 1st. So I can't wait to show you what we've got. I'll see you all soon. Much love and peace sent your way. Take care.